0: This week, the number one show on Netflix was Stranger Things. Hey, Justin. Yes, Dave. Why are people watching this? <laughs> I
1: don't know, Dave. But let's figure it out. All right. Uh, well, uh, welcome to Why Are People Watching This? The podcast where a group of friends gets together, watches the number one fl- flow, <laughs> <laughs> number one show on Netflix. Fl- <laughs> and then mm. ask and answer the question why are people watching this we are joined in studio today with our regular lineup of nonsense people that's mm-hmm. me justin uh dave the wise carpenter ashley the punchy millennial <laughs> that's me and a special guest um a person that's people on the podcast may be familiar with only because <laughs> she has written all of those little uh, jingles for each segment with me and is singing on them mm-hmm. and that is my wife Ranke. Hello. Woo. Hey! Hello. I'm
2: very excited to be on the show. Usually I hear the show from the other side of the door, but now <laughs> yeah. I've made it into the inner sanctum. Yeah, you're, yes. you have you arrived. You have I passed, have, passed have. into the inner sanctum. I can retire sanctum. now yeah. As a After a happy all person. these years, we
1: allowed her to come speak. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. <clears throat> so, Ranke, you're here because we watched this the whole season of Stranger Things together the first within the first 24 hours of it being released, essentially. We did. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys hated this probably. Yeah, totally we,
2: awful. We, it was we, just a hate <laughs> watch from beginning hate to hate end. Watched, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then hate yeah. Uh, and then we rewatched episode one again uh, for this podcast just last night. So, so for the audience out there, maybe you haven't seen all of season four of Stranger Things. So we're just really concentrating on season four, episode one. Mm-hmm. Um, for and, very
3: purposeful reasons because yeah, we don't want to spoil this because for each some, other <laughs> yeah, because mm-hmm. Ashley
1: and Dave haven't finished it so we're trying, Rock and I will not spoil it, and also there's probably people listening who haven't heard it, so we're just talking about episode one although we might accidentally say something about mm-hmm. from a future episode mm-hmm. so forgive us for that yeah. mm-hmm. so anyway,
3: slight
0: spoiler yeah.
1: alert so that's that's the top of the show, that's yep. all the
0: information you need, wow and yeah.
1: what do we do first Dave? Well let's
0: jump right into the synopsis
1: okay, let's hear the official synopsis
0: In 1980s Indiana, a group of young friends witness supernatural forces and secret government exploits. As they search for answers, the children unravel a series of extraordinary mysteries.
1: So that must be for all of Stranger Things, like all four seasons. Yeah, that's
0: pretty much an overarching view of what this whole franchise
1: is about. But I think we've all seen it from season one through now anyway right like we're mm. all fans of the show
2: right oh yeah yeah
1: so <laughs> yeah. we've all been stranger thing nerds uh, from the get-go mm-hmm. so we're all into this so now i guess the question is what do we think of this new season so mm. starting with our what, synopsis right Yeah. give me your
2: synopsis i need your synopsis give me your synopsis i need your synopsis now
1: all right who's got a synopsis that they want to read. I'll do one. Okay. Oh, Dave, out of the gate. Hot yes. out of the gate, Dave. Ooh, that's
3: unusual. Uh, that's
1: never happened before in the history. That's strange.
3: Strange.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, we're, keeping, Stranger in, things afloat we're here. keeping in a theme here. <laughs> Kids on bikes get awkward and gangly and tangled up in high school drama. Monsters and mind control still seem pretty statistically overrepresented in Hawkins. <laughs> and the Soviets are up to no good. Looks like a great start for Stranger Things 4. Gangly gangly yeah yeah There's some of us a- stayed gangly
1: yeah well that's the thing the gangliness of these boys i'm like yeah that was me in high school it's great and i'm like well i'm still kind of that yeah <laughs> you didn't grow out of your gangly nope, phase still gangly <laughs> all right then Aren't Well, will be out of high
3: school though
1: <laughs> yeah I think, well not mentally so
3: um i have a short synopsis
1: yeah me, so t- me too just, you I'll go first my, i'll
3: do my little short one Weird nerdy teens take on evil in the 80s, aka bad haircuts.
1: <laughs> oh, poor Will. <laughs> oh, yeah. This
3: fantastic coming of age story slash apocalyptic horror is 100% worth the movie length episodes. Trust yeah.
1: me. <laughs> they are movie. Yeah, good one. I'll give you mine because it's short. And then Raka it looks like she hasn't had that one.
3: <laughs> I saw that. I was like, I'm <laughs> so unique in here. My
1: short one. I cannot think of a television show that manages to have this many characters in it that are somehow all so compelling and unique. I think Stranger Things is very, very good.
3: (laughs) Wow! Nice. <laughs> that's,
1: that's, what, that's my synopsis Very
3: <laughs> good. Very very, very, <laughs> no, <it's>
1: very, very <laughs> good. Oh Jesus! <laughs> no, it's, it's, quite, it's quite good, really. Yeah. All right. Um, Give it to
2: us, Raga. Yeah. So so my synopsis was more like it took me a long time to write this, and it turned it more into like a therapy session <laughs> yeah. at some point. And then I realized that I wrote this whole synopsis without mentioning Stranger Things in it, so it was it was weird. Um, that's good. That's keeping the you know, theme. <laughs> all right. So. So here it is. Life was hard growing up in the 80s, especially in small town North America. As someone living in the Netherlands, I just had to contend with personal bullies and sourcing neon green leg warmers and could spend all of my free time listening to Madonna and Duran Duran mixtape on my Sony Walkman. You guys, on the other hand, had to deal with manifestations of true evil. (laughs) And I'm not just talking about egos, marching bands, cheerleaders, basketball bros, satanic panic, and oiled-up half-naked saxophone players. If you read a book, Demonic Possession, Sleep, Freddy Krueger, Trick-or-Treating, Mike Myers, Summer Camp of Friday the 13th, Jason Voorhees, If you lived in rural Maine, everything from demon cars to rabbit killer dogs to interdimensional hell clowns could get you. (laughs) Murderers were chock-a-block, and every third person you encountered was some sort of alien life force or a vampire. It's frankly a miracle anyone survived. (laughs) Mm -mm. It is this feeling of constant outside threat that Stranger Things, sleek and nostalgic but not pandering supernatural horror geek fest, manages to convey so well, and I wish it would never end, much like any good D&D session. It's a critical hit in my book. Ooh, wow. Novel. That was like a novel. <laughs> yeah. So can
1: I be second author on that if you
2: publish it? <laughs> if, if you get me coffee. Sure. Right. Yeah,
0: I'd like a printout of that because yeah. I was like I was still like uh, kind There's, of thinking about the last image and then yeah. you're on to another one. Yeah. So I well, think I
2: need to reread that. I was
0: done. thinking about the glistening <laughs> saxophone players. Yeah. And then I was like... So well, that
2: was The Lost Boys. The Lost Boys. It's is really, really confusing. Oh, and it's just one of those out-of-body experiences when you see that scene in I the movie. I love that guy.
1: Yeah. like So uh, yeah, the interesting thing, Dave, Ronka, and I are all from the 80s. Ashley, you are not... Like you did not grow up with this, nope, uh, which is uh, fun to talk about for this show because the three of us literally lived through exactly this. This is again a really good depiction of what goes on in the (laughs) eighties and all of the things that they're doing were things that we literally did. Whereas to you, this probably looks funny, but this uh, this was it.
3: Well, I mean, we you know I grew up in the nineties and the two thousands, so I'm I the 80s were still very prevalent and people were still there was still a lot of 80s you know hair metal music and there was a lot of uh, movies that were still popular from the 80s so the depiction of the 80s was still very is very known to my generation but um no i did not live through Through it so it's still very like so yeah i I found
0: myself and this show does an amazing job of that is like the background i'm always looking at the background mm -hmm. it's like Oh, we had that sofa. Oh, we had that crockery. Every, we had, like, yeah. all the all the little details are, like,
1: wow. Like, they must yeah.
2: have hit up a lot of vintage shops. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. great. Yeah.
1: I, they're pandering to us, and they're doing such a good job that I'm into it. Yeah. I'm
2: not sure if it's pandering as much as it just is, like, portraying the 80s accurately. For me, it's different because I grew up in the Netherlands. So, like... When I, the first time I visited the States, I was super excited to see high school lockers because we didn't have them. And oh. so, yeah, because I'd seen them in all these movies. What
3: did you use? Random on topic oh. question.
2: We just <laughs> had like pegs to hang our coats on. Oh. Like you just bring your book bag on your bike because Netherlands. Right. And then cycle to school and then take it and home with you. Take it home with you. Right. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Later, we, we got some later, but that was in the 90s. So in the 80s, we did not have lockers in my school. Interesting. Mm fun facts about the netherlands I, I mean, know, right?
1: Well, <laughs> well, well the, before before we go down this nostalgia hole. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> sorry <laughs> about nostalgia. Oh, I love <laughs> it. It's a good band name. Nostalgia, nostalgia. nostalgia. Hole. Yeah, 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 there we go. Imagine
3: no. That. Oh, that would have been such a good Better oh.
1: than my current band name. All right. Um, let's talk about some things that were good. This Great. Uh, I just have an enormously long list. I don't even know what to do. It's overwhelming. I want to oh. start. Go start. Yep. Go. Ashley, go.
3: Millie Bobby Brown. Who's that? <laughs> the main character. You, that's
1: your dog, right? Eleven, yes. You, you didn't name your dog that's after correct.
3: that. That's correct. I so, named my dog after Millie Bobby Brown. So what about
1: Millie Bobby Brown excites you?
3: Everything. Uh, oh, my God. From the very first season when she's acting, uh, you know, as this weird, creepy little, um, you know, experimented on child with a buzz cut. Uh, unbelievable acting. Unbelievable. And watching her develop, and watching, it's like Harry Potter all over again. It's We get to watch this this. This group of kids so all of them really it's Mm -hmm. not just Millie Bobby Brown all of that main core group of children that started off in season one and have grown up throughout the seasons of this show it is so nostalgic to be able to to grow and see them get older and see them change and develop and and holy crap is she ever good looking now like she is Stunning! Have you seen her? Oh like, my goodness! Yeah, because this was
1: filmed like a few years ago. Yeah. So like her current she's version of herself 18... is actually two years older than this. Yeah. Right? She's yeah.
3: she's um yeah, and she's just she's one of the most phenomenal actors I've seen in a very very long time, and I I think that you know that this this was a sensation. Mainly because of her.
1: (laughs) Wow. Jeez. Okay. Wow. You're in the Millie Bobby Brown fan club, obviously. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, (laughs) speaking of people and how they changed that guy, Caleb McLaughlin, he was Lucas.
3: Yeah. Like with
1: the flat top. Yeah. Looks so different in this version. He's looked so grown up. It's yeah. so weird, and I like—he looks like a, a real grown-up person. Whereas before, he's so awkward and gangly. a lot of
3: them, not all of them,
2: some of mm, actually maybe just him, just <laughs> him.
1: The others still look ridiculously yeah. gangly, but yeah. he seems like a regular person now.
2: It's—I didn't even recognize him the, the yeah. first time he came on screen. I was like, who's that? And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait. That's Lucas. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's We're, so cool. Yeah. Will yeah, well, still it, the it, same.
0: But it's great because it has that feel of like reality. Like when you come back from the summer, mm-hmm. which is only like two months yeah. in, yeah. in yeah. school. Yeah. Here, One
3: kid has just. Yeah. It, yeah <laughs> but,
0: but I mean, you come, you would come back and it's like, oh, like somebody shot up three inches. Some people stayed the same. Because like some of these characters yeah. look sort of the same. Some of them look like vastly different. Yeah. 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 And I it's, love that. It's kind of like that's that just hits because it's like how it is. That's
3: such a cool part of it because they are they are young mm-hmm. so the fact that they brought young actors in to play young actors means that we get to see that progression naturally and yeah. authentically instead of having a 26 year old playing a steve 50- <laughs> he's
1: like 30 yeah i know steve. yeah but he, <laughs> he was already was... grown up when we knew him so yeah, that made yeah. sense it, it was yeah. okay
3: yeah but yeah. he's such a great character too like he's, all the characters well, he's that's, great that's yeah. not saying
1: like this show is just filled with interesting and unique characters, and there's they keep adding more and more and more and more, and they don't kill very many off, yeah, and so there's just like 20 characters who are all compelling in my, my yeah. mind. Yeah,
2: and they're they're all not... So you have standard characters, but they all do something with them, so yeah. they're not just standard like the, they the, have the cheerleader a is not just the standard the cheerleader. cheerleader like steve is not the standard jock he becomes yeah. like kind of a glorified babysitter for everybody over the <laughs> seasons well, nobody and like is, yeah. gets beaten up every season by something yeah and
1: brenner like they brought brenner <laughs> yeah. the bad guy back Like, he's the guy who starts off, you know, the one who was experimenting on Eleven. Oh, yes, right. And so they're now, in episode one, they're suddenly bringing him back in and maybe reframing his backstory, as we find out later on. And so, like, every, even the bad guys aren't always straight up bad. There's
2: always a reason. Yeah, and that's nice. That's what's kind of nice about the character of Billy in season three. Like, he's a jackass, and, like, he's really mean to his sister but clearly at the beginning of this season like Max is really suffering yeah. having lost her brother and so it's not just one yeah. kind well, and, of yeah well and and it was so interesting character. in
3: season 3 and this isn't a spoiler so it's fine um in season 3 when Eleven goes into his mind to try and you know find him and all that stuff she really gets to understand his his um mm-hmm. his the abuse that he suffered when yeah. he was a, a little kid and his yeah. dad beating him up and calling him a, a you know yeah. horrible words and it just it's so it's so nice to see that authentically represented in a TV show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true yeah. trauma and and legitimate. Like, oh, I have another like, but you guys should go first. Yeah,
1: I, I can go on. Dave, <laughs> what about you? You haven't said much
0: yet. Well, I got a few small. I, like I have a few things here, but not like an exhaustive list. I like have an exhaustive list, list. But yeah. um, I like <laughs> I like in this go around where we've seen L is like the superhero. They've taken all her powers away yes. and made and almost pushed her down. Like mm-hmm. she's bullied. She's powerless. She's like, and, and it's it's good to kind of because that makes that character even broader, you know. It's
2: mm-hmm. oh, uh,
1: true because oh. so the um, had she remained just like a superpower person, it wouldn't boring. be interesting because yeah, yeah. what yeah. more can she? You know, she's Same already trope. and yeah. now she's just a person. And we
0: touched on this, but I love you know the referencing is so they really took a lot of time with all the '80s referencing. Like yeah. there was one point where um where they're talking about. Uh, uh, bringing back the fast times ridgemont high and it's yeah. paused mm-hmm. at a certain exactly. thing and i was like you know boobs right boobs. And i was like i love <laughs> that boobs yeah. Scene, yeah. The boobies. yeah boobies and i remember that. Like I remember, that like I remember that like fast times ridgemont high yeah check it out this at this oh, yeah. point right? and just oh, like all, all that authenticity you yeah. know it was like yeah. it's great yeah.
2: yeah um
0: i like that they just they're trying to tackle the like the idea of homosexuality in the 80s which is vastly different yeah. you mean yes. it is and now real?
1: But what do you mean? No, no through Robin. Through Robin. 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 Okay, because we'll get into the wheel discussion later on. I know, I know. Through Robin, yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so that yeah, was, where it was oh, fully that, closeted. That is
3: a huge like on my list because they they played it so well, they really caught us by surprise in season three because Robin and Steve mm-hmm. had this amazing adventure together. They yeah. started off, they were such good friends. every you know, he he doesn't think of her that way, and then you know, they start to get to know each other and they were playing it up, playing it up, playing it up, and then finally you have the confession mm-hmm. and she comes out to him as being gay, and the instant that he does that she does that, he's just like oh you like her <laughs>
2: like, uh, yeah. seriously it's,
3: he yes. just accepts it moves on isn't upset or hurt that she doesn't return his feelings just just accepts her as she is and they carry on with the conversation
2: yeah yes. and it's then just, he's, just he's, he's counseling her in the yeah, car about this girl get, that she's yeah, like in love him. with confess and i love the fact that they brought tessa thompson back yes who that she had a huge voice. cross oh my god <laughs> yes like a muppet wait is mm-hmm. so that in episode one Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. I'm trying really hard here.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. I just, I did like the, this show and I think they've nailed this whole thing from all those movies you were referencing yeah. in your synopsis of that, you know, the kids on bikes thing, but you, you kind of know the kids are going to be okay. You know, mm-hmm. there's, it, it manages to be gory yeah. and actually authentically scary, Yeah. but it's still kind of light. Like there's yeah. something light mm-hmm. about it. Like, Most you know, of
3: the kids, not all of the kids. Yeah. You know,
0: <laughs> but yeah, but you know that this core group you know, yeah. they're, they're going to make it through. They're yeah. going to make it through. So yeah. there's something that, and it's it's, safe about. It. Yeah. It's,
2: it's kind of like comfort viewing in a way. It, Cause it's, it plays out this, this season is set up, uh, as you'll see in the first episode is set up kind of like a horror movie from the eighties where mm-hmm. yeah. for the most part, like, you have a very formulaic kind of thing going through there. So you, you have certain expectations as a result of that. And mm-hmm. so, you know, you have expandable characters go first. Yeah. The yeah. cheerleader. <laughs> Usually the cheerleader. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what
1: I was saying. Like, the, the, as soon as the cheerleader, this new character, comes on screen, she's like a red shirt in Star Trek. You're like, yes. well, she's in that <laughs> she's outfit. <dope. laughs> she's going down soon. Red like, shirt Star yeah. Trek. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God.
3: Yeah. Um, I have a huge, like, that I want to talk about. And it's just... So they, you know, season one, season two, season three, all of these terrible, horrible things are happening to their town. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's the the mall incident, the, the battle of Starcourt Mall, and all of this crazy crap goes down. They think they've defeated the monsters, and now they have to move on. They have to develop. They have to continue to grow and heal from this trauma and become normal people despite having gone through all of this stuff and this is the part that we never get to see
1: in other shows yeah. Yeah. we
3: get so many shows that go through these crazy battles and that have this you know this terrible monster or this evil or this whatever and we never get to see what happens after we never get to see them develop and become people and Mm -hmm. deal with each other like they all grow and are sort of growing away from each other growing apart you know we have the jock and then the nerds and then um it's just Oh, that's and true. They well, move away, Bill, well yeah. and it's yeah. part and of they,
1: their good. Uh, they're good with characters, yeah. right? What would yeah. real people act like? Yes. And yeah. it's even though it's an insane fantasy, sci-fi, horror world, whatever it is, yeah. mm-hmm. they are acting like humans, yes. and that's yes. something we complain about in other shows all, all the, time. the time. Yeah. And they these are the most human-like of human people. Yeah. So the writing Living in
3: this crazy world. Yeah. And mm-hmm. So yeah.
1: It's, they're depicted doing a thing that we would maybe do after having fought a giant flesh monster <laughs> at a mall. You know, <laughs> which to, like, is like move on, go apart, like be traumatized, <laughs> be messed up (laughs) so i love that
2: and and they also still have real issues that they're dealing with so it's not just you know the supernatural battle and apart from that there's nothing going on but oh my god i have a zip kind of thing (laughs) or just (laughs) like
1: relationships because like let's be honest like it doesn't matter what situation humans are in most of what we're concerned with is like hooking up yeah right and so like that's what this show is about (laughs)
3: yes yes oh Yeah. yeah You can, you can bring it up now if you want. What? Will. No. Oh,
1: oh. <laughs> no. okay. Well, that was the thing. Like, we were watching this season, and there were references in previous seasons to Will. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, there's no spoilers here. It's just the way Will acts and the way he talks and the way he hangs around with Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone, A lot of people are like, mm, he's you know, he's, he seems to be super in love with Mike.
3: Yeah.
0: And
1: they make drop references to it. I was watching this with our daughter, mm-hmm. who's very, like you know keyed she's in. she's keyed into things but i i was like mm, i'm pretty sure wills gay and she's like what and then She's like, oh yeah, now I see. It. I'm like, yeah, I got that '80s gaydar on. Like, I feel like, yeah, I, like they they coded him in a way that I understood yeah, from the yeah, '80s. Yeah. I'm like, people mm. don't
3: necessarily. Well, you're right. The the um, LGBTQ plus community now and the the things that they have to deal with is obviously super different from how they would have behaved back then Because it's open and, yeah, now. Like my
1: yeah. like for my daughter, she's used to talking all about these things. It's all completely with all of her friends, with yeah. the teachers, yeah. with friends. Mm-hmm. Whereas back then everything was quiet hush hush, right yeah. and so if you only
3: share it with your best friend mm-hmm. if, and only if you trust them yeah, yeah. yeah. and
1: so there was a lot and of and time... even Steve
3: can we just talk about Steve as an ally because mm-hmm. oh shit is this episode I don't know what episode it is but anyway he I won't say anything but he's just a really good ally to, to Robin and he doesn't reveal her secret to other people and I no, just, he's, yeah Steve's good yeah, I really really yeah. appreciated that is as it? a representation because it's like oh. yeah he's yeah. a good guy yep
1: mm-hmm. can, I, can I mention something unrelated to character and plot and that's the way that this is filmed and specifically the sound editing, because oh, I'm yeah. I'm a sound yeah. nerd. Yeah. And I I the the person who's a sound effect designer won an Emmy for last season. His name is Angelo Palazzo Briggs. Hmm. Nope. <laughs> Angelo Palazzo, comma, brings a scarier organic sound. <laughs> Sorry, I read I read too far. I was like, that's an
0: interesting, hyphenated <laughs> name. Palazzo <laughs> Briggs. <laughs>
1: Angelo Palazzo. Anyway. And <laughs> this season, they apparently they wanted to double down on the Nightmare on Elm Street horror Ooh. thing. And so if you this season compared to other seasons, if you're watching, this there's all these quick cuts between scenes and then these really loud sound effects. Like yeah. when someone puts mm-hmm. like you know, he puts his lunch can on the picnic table and it's like, you know, it's <laughs> so like everything is an insane, like loud, la- and that's just to make it punchy and scary oh, yeah. and nerve wracking. Yeah. And so it all of is. these, all of this editing is, I find it really cool. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. just the way it was filmed, the camera angles as well, uh, uh changing around the yeah. camera, following it's, people. It's often
2: slightly off kilter.
1: A little bit of and, a Dutch angle and, and there. And low. Mm-hmm. Like of course looking, you notice that. up. Yeah. yeah. There's a bit of a Dutch angle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then there's these slow pans or shifts. Like it's, it's great. Yeah. Who's ever doing this? Yeah. Anyway, I love the sound effects yeah. uh, that this season, it makes it scary.
2: And it's yeah. beautiful. It's really yeah. pretty. Yes. And, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Thank you, I, Angelo. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I love the opening theme. Like, yes. it hasn't changed really ooh. since the first season.
3: Which is nice, because they're always doing that. They always change things up. And it's like, no, keep it consistent.
2: And I just love it. Mm-hmm. So every time I hear the opening theme, I'm like, ooh, ooh, straight things. Here we things. go. Yeah. <laughs> so, there's a, there's a yeah. song exploder. Do you know that podcast? Yes, there's a really great song exploder Episode it. on how hmm. the person, I yeah. uh, forget yeah. his
1: name, he made this theme. Yeah. And it's oh. so cool. Because oh. it's immediately
2: unnerving, because it has like the the kind of heartbeat, S- thumpy drum thing. So. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. And. I, uh, uh, Erica. Yeah. Love Erica. I know. And she has a D&D character named Lady Applejack yes! after My Little Pony. Lady oh my god,
0: Applejack. it's
2: Applejack. Ma- Lady amazing. Applejack. We are a little we are
3: I, I I don't know if I can say this, but we really are My Little Pony fans in this room, I feel like.
1: And we had a whole episode. New, on yeah, it. we had an amazing yeah. episode on it. And I'm, the new series
2: was great. I'm, Again, it, yeah.
1: not a brony, no. but I do like <laughs> <not> <laughs> my <little> pony. <laughs> not a hashtag yeah. not a brony. Let us hashtag be very
0: specific. Okay. Justin is not a brony.
3: Oh man. <laughs> I am I'm, I'm completely obsessed. So on that note, on the D note, um, I just from season one from episode one the, the D&D theme that has run throughout this mm-hmm. all the way up into high school where now they've got this really cool badass um, um, Eddie uh, Munson Hellfire Club
2: yes yeah. and Eddie
3: and Eddie is just the epitome of a metalhead, but yeah. he's somehow also a nerd, which is so yeah. cool. It's such a combina- good combination.
2: Yeah. And everybody's afraid of him. And
3: it's so funny. <laughs> and it's so, he's yeah. so charismatic.
1: But that's, yeah. Okay, so Eddie Munson, Eddie Munson is like a bender, right? Yeah. He's yeah. essentially bender from The Breakfast Club. Oh. Yeah. Do you remember Breakfast yes. Club? Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and the, the thing about those kinds of agro metal nerds who also play D&D is that they are unhinged. Yeah. And so they actually have clout so like basketball people are the alphas, right? Yeah. But the alphas won't challenge a nut job, crazy metalhead. <laughs> because metal you don't head. know what they're gonna do, right? And right. so, they're so dangerous. He, uh, yeah, they're yeah criminals. so he's both an outsider, yeah. right? But also kind of above. All uh, ranking others. above all the others mm-hmm. because of his craziness, and I love those bendery yeah. kind of characters. And there's the kind best. of
0: an illusion that he's a lot older because they say, mm-hmm. you know, like last. That's, what you, last year, that's yeah. what you said last year. That's what you said the year
1: before.
2: It reminded me of Better Off Dead, yeah. where somebody's saying at some point, Lane, I've been going to this high school for seven and a half years. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no dummy. dummy. Yeah. I know well, high school girls. This
0: is interesting because you you play D D, Ashley, and and obviously everyone else at the table here plays yep. D yes, But we we I. Do. So do you? So do you? Yeah. You did. You but when i Band. when I was playing d and d as like when this show first came, out, I was like, oh my God, that's me and my friends, right? Because I would have been the same age, like huddled down in my friend's basement playing d and d. But I remember when that article came out, I don't mm-hmm. know if it, or that, that big hoopla. Oh, the sa- satanic. Oh yeah. I remember it was like, yeah, people were terrified of Dungeons and Dragons. And I, I remember all that oh.
3: playing out yeah. in the yeah. media. Sorry. And like, I know this is going to sound really dumb, but that, that's real. Well, this is oh, my yeah. question yes. to you, Ashley. It's right oh. here.
1: Do you know about satanic panic from Dungeons and Dragons or does it, Does that sound familiar?
3: I, okay, so I watched that scene and the Satanic Panic and the newspaper thing. I thought, yes, it sounds like something that would happen in the 80s. It probably, the people were probably freaked out, but I didn't realize there was a name for it. I didn't know it was called Satanic Panic.
1: Like, and like saying, Dave, we lived, we all lived through it. Maybe not in the Netherlands as much, but it.
2: No, but I I knew about it. So like
1: my friends were also into D&D and where I grew up in the rural Vermont. Yes. Middle of nowhere. Yeah. Like people who would play Dungeons and Dragons would be looked at like they're potentially Satanists. So you had to keep that under wraps oh. because there was a real belief at the time that if you're involved in D&D, it would lead to, um, like, murders and, um, like, behavior. Like I remember <laughs> yeah. children so, getting killed and they thought that, it like, D&D had made people okay. Satanists. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I did some research into this because I, it wasn't a thing in the Netherlands as much, mm-hmm. although there were, like, satanic panic things in, in other countries. Oh. But yeah. Do you have mazes so,
1: and monsters on there?
2: Uh, I stopped at mazes and monsters because oh, okay. I felt like it was going to get too much. But so it started off... In, uh, uh, in the 1980s, or in 1980, with the publication of a book called Michelle Remembers, uh, written by a Canadian psychiatrist. Oh dear. Um, uh, Wait,
3: wasn't the counselor's name Michelle uh, in
2: really? this show? Oh, maybe. What was her name? That would be interesting. Don't I don't remember. Interesting. Carry on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, so that made uh, use of recovered memory therapy to make some claim about satanic ritual abuse. And then, um, right. A group was started called Bothered About Dungeons and Dragons by That's the mother scary. of a teen uh, who disappeared for a few days and then uh, came back and eventually, I guess, committed suicide or something like that. So now that became a whole thing and became connected. So that in later versions of the game, in the second edition, they took out all demons and all devils.
1: Oh. so Because it, of this. Oh my yeah. God, well, there was the Tom Hanks one, I think it was his first movie. Yes, role, Mais- yeah. right. was Mazes yeah. and Monsters. And it was about him playing Dungeons and Dragons and then losing touch with reality. And going absolutely crazy. Oh, so it propagated mm-hmm. the
3: stereotype. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So like it was oh, common yeah. knowledge when yeah. we
1: were playing that Dungeons and Dragons makes you a crazy murderer. So not yeah, only you were you kind of anyway. not yeah. only
0: not only were you kind of ostracized by you by the other yeah. cool kids because it was yeah. like this is, this is what are these nerdy. It was also like if the parents if your parents found out they were like what are you doing you know what is this what's going on down there you know oh, you getting get so out, out of the you basement had
1: to hide yeah, in the basement. yeah. Oh, oh yeah and there was yeah. there were like a. Kids played it in secret. And then there was like, in my town, like one adult group that played it. And so they would have been like literally looked at as if they could be a danger to the town yeah.
2: Oh my god yeah. I, I read an interview with a guy who uh, who was involved in writing a bunch of the modules and so he went around like the problem was that they thought that people were casting spells that were real. <laughs> right. Yes. So the guy would go on these talk shows and they were talking about this and this dude the guy is like, We're making this up. Like I cast fireball on you right now and the interviewer's like, What what do you mean? And so he's trying to explain that no, it's not real, but he was out on the circuit to kind of justify oh, and what was going on and no, it's effect. actually not. Yeah. and yeah. mm-hmm. so but, but people didn't listen to it. It was a yeah. whole thing. Like, so know. this is
1: my soapbox rant about now, which is it's trendy to play D&D. It's cool to be a nerd. Yeah. Right. In the eighties, Dungeons and Dragons was literally dangerous. Yeah. Like the police mm-hmm. might come to your house level of dangerous, right? <laughs> wow. Being a nerd was you're gonna get your butt kicked. You'll be beat up at school, and you
3: could potentially get in trouble with the police.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's and so, like, crazy. so, like, you, like, you live kind of in fear to be a scrawny Mike or Will style nerd playing D and D in your basement. Like, you'll get your butt kicked pretty much for sure, and maybe the police will arrest you. So, like, it wasn't cool. It legitimately was dangerous, <laughs> and, and so. <laughs> That's how we grew, that's how I not, grew up.
3: I'm having a bit mm-hmm. of a moment here where I'm thinking, um, I mean this this obviously this has this changed the trajectory of of nerd culture in especially at least in North America. I wonder stranger things did yes. Well, not, sorry, not stranger things. D and d and the the demonization of it as a, as oh, yeah, a game because yeah. imagine how different. It's so, that is so interesting. I'm really curious now if there's articles or journal articles or whatever written about how nerd culture changed because of the, the um you know, the, this level of danger of playing this game. Yeah. Interesting.
1: And it's definitely a clash between uh, Christian values and, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. you know, that's yeah. in America being America. Yeah. I, grew, I
0: grew up in a kind of, yeah, pretty Christian-y town, but we started playing because my friend's older brother who was like, you know, he smoked cigarettes and listened to (laughs) heavy metal music. And they were playing like him and his older teen friends. So we were like, he he would pass the modules down Mm -hmm. to us when they were done with them. And so we'd play them and and he had and he had all the little painted like yeah. uh, figurines. Pu- pewter figurines yeah. and stuff, and so had Dragon metal... magazine and all that stuff. Heavy metal magazine. Wait, so heavy
3: like... metal and D and D really do? They did go together.
1: Well, again, those those were the super ostracized weirdos, right? Oh. And so, yeah. Uh, so
3: most kids in the '80s, if they were D and D players, would be no, also? no, okay.
1: not necessarily. No. Oh. But they're they're both outside ostracized. Okay, because yeah. I
3: have to I have to mention this for my boyfriend because he was really excited when he saw uh-huh. um, Eddie's jacket. Mm-hmm. has um, bands on it like actual and they are all legitimate real heavy metal bands yeah and that my my boyfriend is a complete heavy metal nerd. Like he's he's. That
0: was. Did you have one good. of those? I had one of those. You wear you always wear a leather yeah. jacket under a jean vest, and you used to buy those patches. Yeah. At a store, like in yeah. the mall, yeah. sometimes, yeah. or you could win them at the uh, the fall fair as well. Like uh, yeah. but it was and, real. and it was an like, iron like, yeah. on patch of like yeah. Iron Maiden. <laughs> well, or like I wasn't player. cool enough for that. I was no.
1: honestly a different kind of nerd. I was the like big glasses, weird shirt nerd. You were the what I was you the remember? will, yeah, yeah. I was never uh, that cool. Yeah,
2: but the patch on the back that he has, yeah. I think it's of da- oh, Dio. Yeah, so like that, that was given uh, to the show by the estate of the um, of Dio. Uh, the state. To- the estate, estate. Oh, the estate died. Oh, died to be put on the jacket specifically for for the cool. Stranger Things show.
3: Oh my gosh! Because I was I was wondering if they picked it up at a thrift store, like it was something somebody had made, or oh, they yeah. actually curated it basically. Yeah, that yeah. is very cool.
1: But so before we move off D D, we gotta get into something I else. Know, I know. Will, yeah. sorry. Oh, I okay. will say <laughs> that the the final like the battle where they're like so excited and yelling and screaming and clutch dice roll yeah. at the last moment before their party almost dies. That's literally exactly how D&D yeah. goes. Like Absolutely. that's happened in our household multiple all the, times. All the time. People <laughs> yeah. yelling around a table, screaming and like, "Oh, we did it!"
3: Yeah, yeah. it yeah. happens every second Sunday or Tuesday yeah. or Thursday.
1: Yeah. So that happened. was authentic. It's that a, was. not times a week in our house. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, I want. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I just wanted to say I love running up that hill by Kate Bush. Oh, like oh. I, I listened to that seven. After the play- I, I stopped the move the show just so I could listen to that. I over I over have again. it on my current mixtape, well not really mixtape, but playlist for when I work out. But I was yeah. like when uh when I was a teenager, we would go on vacation and have these mixtapes and Aww. that would always be on it. So um I was obsessed yeah. with that song. Yes. Yeah.
3: I, I, I've heard all the other variations of it, and yeah. but the original, of course, is amazing. Yeah. And I yeah, as soon as they played it, I replayed the scene and then yeah. I stopped the show so that I could listen to it again. Yeah. Like several times, over yeah. and over again, while I was just like hanging in my kitchen. Yeah,
2: and then corroded <laughs> coffin, great band name. Yes. Yep, and yeah. And I'm I'm glad. Um, uh, actually, no, maybe I shouldn't say this. Uh, just in case it's spoilery, so mm. I'm just not gonna say oh, this. All okay. Right. Yeah. Well, sorry I have, guys. <laughs> I have something I wanted to say. Um,
3: we were ta- I was talking about this with with um, with my boyfriend and he likes the show a lot, but he was saying, I grew up, he was saying that, like, he grew up playing Final Fantasy video games, Mm -hmm. and, um, like, every, every possible video game you could think of, he was, they were into, him and his friends. And he said, it's, it wasn't that original for him to watch the show. Like it, it, wasn't, it wasn't compelling because he was used to playing video games where this exact type of storyline would play out. But you would play the game. You would have autonomy over what's going to happen to the characters and etc. Um, and then that's when I had my epiphany and I realized the reason Stranger Things is so popular. It's such a phenomenon right now. And I love that word phenomenon. Is because. <laughs> um, do, 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 do. Phenomena. Every time. Um,
1: <laughs> Every time that word gets said, you do that. It's like a compulsion.
3: I can't stop. What is happening um, right now? It's okay. Keep,
1: don't don't bring oh. attention to it. it will okay. make it worse.
3: This show. Sorry. This show. It's bringing the video game storyline the d d storyline to audiences that have never played video games that are not involved in d d culture it's it's very unique and original to a lot of people out there mm-hmm. who just never grew up with those things or n- were never interested in playing video games and so for i think that's what's so cool about stranger things is because it's really widening this yeah. type of you know yeah. story to there's audiences a, that never there's
1: a direct line between the broadcast of the first yeah. season of this yeah. and an explosion of the fifth edition of d like yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. there's
2: there's there are uh, they're also uh, like subtle references in it to people who know more about the game so you don't need to know more about the game to get them but yeah. in a later episode I don't think this is a spoiler but there is a, a place called Skull Rock which is uh, a major thing in uh, a D&D module which you wouldn't know about unless you play you're familiar yeah. with the, yeah. Dom- yeah. the and module. And
1: Vecna so. is a yeah. real thing. Like I, all the things obviously the <coughs> yeah. Demogorgon blah blah blah. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. all stuff from the game and th- yeah. I love it when they have that. So yes. I, it, that. It's
3: so much fun to watch and I just I I loved It was just, it was really cool to realize that this was, this is a cultural phenomenon in the way that Harry Potter is. And, and, you know, and it continue and it will continue. Mm -hmm. Like it's even after it's over, I have no doubt that the next generation of of kids will be like, oh, their parents will be like, oh, we got to watch Stranger Things. Like, this is the thing. This is what we have to, you know. So, cultural phenomenon.
1: Yeah. Can I just get... I'll just go through my list because I still yeah. have a lot of things. I know. Yep. yep. Do, I'll go for it. I'll just quickly hit the things that are good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I like that the, it started off with an intro adduction uh, of like a letter being written to Mike from Eleven, which mm-hmm. recaps what they've been doing. Mm-hmm. Perfectly good way to get exposition out of the way and have it not be ham-fisted. So, good yep. job there. Argyle, the new character, I quite like yep. him. Um, mm-hmm. So, I like that the the handsome white boy jock shows up like the head of the basketball team mm-hmm. and he's out there and he's like so iconically handsome white boy you're like oh he's destined to be a problem yeah. later yeah. on like you yeah. know right away when he starts
0: monologuing or he yeah. starts like speaking is speeching. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you so like, know, I know, know what's just scary I'm
1: like, you know he's gonna be yeah. an issue yeah. i like that nancy wheeler has been redeemed. Uh, redeemed like she's more prominent in this season that's mm-hmm. nice like i kind of like nancy yeah. the nerds versus jocks thing i know right? yeah yep. that it's is on my list. literally what my life was right <laughs> like was me like like um What's his name there he wants to maybe like stop being like beat up all the time yeah, like Lucas. join the jocks yeah. like yeah. that was the whole yeah. that was my whole high school yeah is like where yeah, yeah where are you and where do you want to be
2: but it's it's interesting because specifically with Lucas because his sister is embracing the fact that she is a nerd, she, a nerd because which she goes and steps yeah. in, yeah, and then but she's, so so you have it within the same family, which and is very I really cool. like that, yeah. That yeah. And
0: uh, I, I like that that was a bit of a nod to Stand By Me, like this had mm-hmm. a Stand By Me vibe. Like at the end of that summer, they all go their separate ways, and mm-hmm. it was like that's kind of what's starting to happen now. Is like mm-hmm. yeah, exactly, yeah. I oh, loved
3: it. I had a question for Justin because uh-huh. in every movie where we've seen child endangerment you have been so against it and then in season three they had erica with them when they went down into the russian uh, lair but she's
1: erica she might as well be president
3: <laughs> yeah. like she was not a child
1: True. Yeah. She she is, is
3: very she has a lot of autonomy and a yeah, lot of you yeah know, plus
1: yeah. this is a this is so ridiculously fantasy that True. like I, I suspend all yeah. display Yeah. And yeah. you and
3: and Dave made mention of it already that you know that the core group of children it will be okay, will be okay yeah. you know. So that's you're right. Yeah. That's, but man, do they ever double down on gore? Oh, this is oh,
2: yeah. intensely yeah. dark. yes oh, Yeah. Well, this is clearly like the horror movie yeah. season, whereas it's hard before to watch. it was more I like Supernatural season. I, I freaking love the horror. I, there I are ha- some things I couldn't watch. Yeah, I hate season. horror,
1: I have to say, but this somehow I'm into this. I don't know. It's the only <laughs> show I'll watch where I'm like, this is cool. This is cool.
2: Yeah. Cool so, horror. I
1: got more things. Bullying Jane. Yeah. Uh, that checked out. That seemed like a real thing kids do. Um
3: mm-hmm. I just want to note on that um it was it was really hard to watch because it was yes. so well done. Well, that's yeah. what I mean. It was so well done. It was, I was, real. I, was yeah. I was really really happy when she broke that girl's face open with a roller skate.
1: I oh, think I have no. some trauma. <laughs> I don't <laughs> Also spoiler. <laughs> I, that's spo- spoiler. Oh shit. Yeah, you have ruined it. Now we're going no, to Now in the, first the podcast episode. is over. No, that happens in the and first episode. Thank you for joining us. Oh, it, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Don't worry about it.
2: In, oh, in the first episode, no. she destroys the diorama. Oh, the yeah. diorama! Oh, oh not she, but a so, guy. I'm on. so sorry. No,
1: I'm, uh, no worries. So You're Max's right. storyline, where she's got uh, PTSD after Billy's yes. death, is yes. that and it? That also, Billy shows
2: up everywhere, like did you notice because he, she hears the barking of the dog mm-hmm. and at the same time when she's in that trailer there's a television show playing where in the background there's a character named Billy who's trying to convince a girl to do something she doesn't want to do yes. and then also at the basketball game like the guy the captain is talking about Billy and so the character Billy and the name Billy shows up a and lot she, in this episode oh,
3: yeah, yeah and some other stuff later that I'm not going to say
1: exactly um, <laughs> so that, that school lunch if the, that quick shot of the school lunch food tray when they put it down yeah. 100% looked exactly like every school lunch <laughs> I ever ate that's awesome like that is the most authentic 80s school lunch i've ever seen they are
3: really authentic with food in this there's another later thing again won't say it but very authentic true yep we
2: had no we had no school lunches oh yeah the dutch just packed their own yeah it's you had to bring your own
3: lunch you had to bring your own bag you had to yeah yeah, you're like little adults what's going on (laughs)
1: Like little adults. i wouldn't go that far (laughs) yeah
2: that's
1: funny so i like murray He's even more fun yep. this year in his karate love, Murray. Yes. He was mm-hmm. awesome. His um, sitting
2: in a bath of ice was hilarious.
1: <laughs> yep. And uh, lastly, uh, the acid and stone stonewashed uh, denim. Mm. Right. Like, I feel like <laughs> I of all it. the things from the 80s that haven't made a way back into current society, yeah, it's... Acid wash. Really acid
0: wash. Struggling
1: to yeah. get back. Yeah. Because acid wash looks kind of ridiculous. I, yeah. Yeah. yeah and should not I, come I had acid wash um, pants. There's
3: a lot of stuff that looks ridiculous and that... thank. God has not come back. <laughs> oh, I thought
1: only the acid wash was a problem. Um, I wear, I wear Can any. Can we you talk that. about the hair? Yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: Karen's hair was authentic as all get out. With a like headband, all the hair is authentic. Yeah. Oh, I think awesome. the worst offender
3: is Will's brother. um What's his name? Jonathan? Yeah. Jonathan's hair? Yeah, like it's just so poofy and oh my God, it's yeah. so hard to look I, at. I'd like
0: to know how old the character the place Jonathan is. 48. He, look, he looks like a haggard <laughs> old man. Like He looks like...
3: I agree. He
1: smokes a lot of weed, man. Do you know, yeah. do you know I think... Yeah.
3: I think it's, I think they were trying really hard to get a, a, a character that would vibe with Winona, like Winona Ryder's look. They wanted someone who, cause she, he's her son. Mm. And so I think they were, cause she has a little bit of that sort of skinny, um, haggard, a little, not haggard cause she's gorgeous. Like she's a lovely woman, but, um, they just wanted that tired look. <laughs> well, they got it.
0: They got it in spades with him. Yeah. He looks like he's been awake for three days.
1: I, every, yeah. Every scene, it looks like he's both stone and sleep deprived. I'm, I know. <laughs>
2: I I love it. I wonder, though, if in this case, if you, because there's a real Nightmare on Elm Street vibe, Mm -hmm. so that kind of ties in really well with it. Yeah, with don't go to sleep,
1: don't go to sleep. I like him. I like him. He's interesting. Me too,
3: too. He's great. Every character is great. I mean, actually, no, that's not true. I don't like him that much because I do feel like he's not.
1: He's being a little sidelined this uh, he, Well, not yeah. sidelined, that's but interesting.
2: Yeah, or maybe I guess you're right. It is sidelined. But although the the interaction when they're having that at the same time, where they're both trying to justify he and Nancy that they both really love each other, but yeah. why they can't the other one can't visit, it is well, yeah. is, well yeah. is well done. Well edited and very
3: um, it feels very real because yeah. I'm sure we've all had a past relationship that didn't work out where we were <gasps> like, well him Never. but her. No. Oh, well, I just he you know he's so great and there's all these wonderful things. You're just trying to justify it to yourself.
1: Yep. <laughs> Dave, yeah, we've been in this uh, things oh, we like section for wait. about hundred years. Yes, yes, Ashley. Well,
3: last one. Um, I just, I kind of really do hope that Steve and Nancy get together. Oh. I really do. I just want to say that you're rooting
1: for Steve and Nancy. I'm rooting for wow. Steve and Nancy. Stancy? I'm rooting Stancy. for Stancy, man. <laughs> you're a Stancy fan. I'm a Stancy
3: yeah. fan. I really like Jonathan, but I just, I, I feel like they've grown apart.
2: It's just because you want to see Steve happy. Well, yeah. I do because he's so great, you know. I want
0: to see Steve happy. Too. Oh, yeah.
2: okay, all right, right. all right. Yeah.
0: Somebody <laughs> needs to run their fingers through his hair at some point. No, so.
2: There's so much product in it. I didn't think yeah. he
0: could. <laughs> <laughs> he looks hair's great,
3: though. Man. I looked at a picture of him without the hair, where he's just a normal guy. He looks better with the '80s hair. Honest to God, he really does. It's crazy. Oh. Huh? Yeah. He gets oh. his. It's, his hair is all cut short and stuff because it's modern, and he just he doesn't have that same charismatic Steve the hair vibe. I don't know. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't suppose anybody has anything to grumble and gripe I about. I do.
1: Come on and tell me what you don't like. I'm going to tell you what I don't like. Come on and hit me with your insides, grumbles and gripes.
0: Oh, okay. Yes. Well, let's hear it. Well, I
1: know what you're going to... You know what? I, no, I'm, no, gonna, no. I'm gonna I'm going to guess that it has to do with D&D.
2: Uh, one of them, yes. Okay. Okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> I knew. But it.
2: I don't know if you guys noticed this, but can somebody please clean the toilets and the bottom foot of the walls in the Hawkins lab? Because if you look at what? the walls, it's super dirty and <laughs> it's just. Ad- Maybe it's like- intentional. Well, I'm sure it's for the filming to give this grimy atmosphere, but you're like, if you're running a lab that's supposed to be like a good facility, like you would clean <laughs> the walls if they look this yeah. this dirty. dirty Janitorial services are, are yeah, difficult no, it was, to find. Yeah. yeah. So it's probably supposed to be like a shading situation Same, yeah. or kind of make you feel uncomfortable about the whole situation, but it's, it looks really grimy. Hmm, okay. If, yeah. If you watch it again. Grimy like, walls. Yeah. Grimy yeah. Hawkins lab walls. But only yeah. the, fo- the, the bottom foot. Or so Interesting. yeah, and the same thing in the toilets when the cheerleader is in the oh yeah the those are gross times so um, what
1: is your d and d complaint? I bet it's the same one I have
2: well, I had a number of d and d complaints uh, first of all, you don't roll your dice on the table when there are figurines there, but that's, no, that's I get it I get it because it it's for cool. filmic things yeah. and stuff but like, there's no way Dustin could know how the, many hit points that Vecna he has, had. Yeah, there's left. no way
1: the DM would have let slip that Vecna has 15 hit points left. Yeah. yeah. The way D and D works is you'll say like, <laughs> is is the, uh, the do they look hurt? And the answer is yes if they're below half hit, hit points. Yeah. Otherwise it's no, and that's it. That's yeah. the only information the you're, only you're allowed to give out as DM. Yet. Yeah. And I'm sure yeah. that's because what otherwise, was in the 80s. yeah,
2: and you you wouldn't huddle. But it's again, it's more. <laughs> but that was good for, for, filming. for filming. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because yeah. it's trying to echo the the game. But.
1: Oh, you and got Eri- more
2: and Erica. Me oh, yeah.
1: more, Erica. more Erica, yeah. But yeah. also, but also, they were deciding whether or not to flee. At that point, they've been in the battle, and they have three, four people down, unconscious. If the other two were to flee, those people would be dead. Like, that's too late to decide to flee or not, at at, (laughs) at that point. So I feel like that was not a very correct discussion. No, although,
2: I did appreciate that the the DM is like, you know, you can stop fighting. Like, running is also a viable option, because usually when people play D&D, they're like, we have to fight, and then, like, everybody dies.
1: Also, I found that the Dungeon Master uh, was too aggressively trying to kill his party. Like, it felt like he was an antagonist who was out to get them, and the DMs aren't necessarily really trying to be that mean.
2: Although, full disclosure, I killed off Justin's character the first time I DM'd yep. him. But you didn't
1: stand up and yell at me about it. That's true. So that would have been unfortunate for our marriage. Wow. Um, yes, I'm also, my only grumble is what you just said and then also more Erica, I agree. More Erica, please.
2: I, I have I have one more and I'm not sure if it's a if it's a grumble or a gripe um but so there's the cheerleader and so there's a stereotypical cheerleader uh uh like throwing up in the bathrooms kind of thing happening Mm -hmm. and I felt really upset about it because like it's suggested that she may have some sort of eating disorder or some body dysmorphia or something happening but then all of a sudden I realized that she's talking about the fact that she has headaches and migraines and can't sleep so I was wondering actually if that's why she wasn't feeling well and was sick, and whether I was making this into a thing that wasn't there.
1: Uh, I assumed it was a pregnancy reference. Yeah. Like Where, it
2: was- which, way? of the cheerleader.
1: Yeah, I didn't get it oh. as bullying. Like are we like
2: because the mother is saying like I'm uh, at some point the in mamas, the thing is is right. saying like oh, I will take in your dress or I may have to let out your dress a little bit. So I took it as an eating disorder. Oh gosh, yeah. you're I right. Oh, that's bulimia. what I took it. I think
0: that's yeah. what it was. It was like whatever these people that voices they hear yeah. is always like some kind of trauma they're yeah. having or something. Yeah, yeah. And that yeah. Was right. Her.
2: Very classic trope. That. Yeah.
1: One.
0: Oh, I didn't even notice that her yeah. mom is judgmental yeah. and like, yeah. fat shaming her. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So so I that was i mean yeah it was the, kind of yeah i didn't I mean, a, that
3: leads that leads me to a dislike oh, actually which uh-oh. was um the I, I mean i understand why they did it and it makes sense but the the monster sort of targeting people uh, oh maybe this is a spoiler okay well you, yeah it's pretty yep. uh,
1: yeah don't say spoiler. it um, in case yeah. people haven't seen yeah. past this episode
0: All right. mm-hmm.
3: yeah
1: okay well, yeah I, I, just Dave's
0: had, I had a question more than a oh, like great so, you know, the, the final thing they're doing, the, the D and D battle and it's kind of transposed with the basketball mm-hmm. final thing. And then they come out of the gym mm. from the basketball thing. And it looks like the kids are coming out of the school. So I'm like, is this a school sanctioned D and D club? <laughs> In which case this whole, like the D and D mania and the, yeah, the devil worship, thing? the satanic panic thing is, is that like, good catch hasn't yeah. come into the school yet or, no, you're right. and also they're wearing the D and D the shirt. So they're oh, yeah. very clearly. Oh. Yeah. Openly doing this
2: yeah. club, so you're right. That, I was that doesn't match. You're right. I was wondering about that, and Eddie also doesn't come out. Like everybody right. comes out except for Eddie. Yeah. So why is he I staying that, behind in the school?
1: I think it was to place Eddie at the scene of the game so that he could pick up the cheerleader and take it home. So yeah. it was like a logistics reason. But sure. you're right. There's no way that they'd well, be wearing d d shirts or. Be at the school playing And, also, and game? also,
2: this is the way for Lucas to see that his sister has taken his place in the D and D group. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I
1: mean it
0: works great for yeah, just yeah. for the mechanics of it. Yeah. But I, I was like, well, wait a second, why are they yeah. coming out of the school? They should be coming out of like a dirty old basement somewhere. Like, yeah, <laughs> good they, I'm I'm
2: sure that I wouldn't have been allowed. Like nobody would have been allowed in a school classroom like, at like, night. At night
0: to play D and D with yeah. candles burning <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like there was all. I was just trying to figure out where they were from. Yeah. And yeah. the only other thing I have, and this isn't even really a grumble this is just a generalized quip Uh-oh. i guess but <laughs> and and it didn't happen in this show but i was thinking about like when it, w- with art and something really great comes out and our human need is like i need more of that we i want more of that like you know so you like you you, you witness something really good and your your human thing even like it with food or anything but specifically with art is like i want to see more of that cuz it made me feel a certain way so Sometimes I I worry that things like this, when they keep, it's like Mm -hmm. they keep feeding that. And also because commerce is involved. It's like the the temptation is to take it past the point where it's good. Mm. Yep. Which they haven't got there with this yet. But there was a bit like I'm into like the third Mm -hmm. episode and I'm starting to feel like, you know, this could very well.
3: Be a bit of a um, money-making well, machine. Well, like
0: another couple of, you know, it, there's a point, I think, where you cross that line. Yeah. And mm-hmm. a lot of people, a lot of shows just do that. And mm-hmm. like, like Beethoven didn't write his Ninth Symphony and immediately be like, well, we got to write a tenth. You, gotta-, <laughs> you know, like, you're right.
3: A good um, a good example. I think people are starting to take note of that because Schitt's Greek for example, was a fantastic show mm-hmm. and they, people wanted more, they wanted more story, they wanted more, you know, content. And they were like, no, this is the end. We're done. This is the story that we wrote and we are ending yep. it mm-hmm. where we want to end it. Not because we want And more sometimes money. things yeah. I yeah. think
0: need to, there needs to be things that stop mm-hmm. there. There needs yeah. to be things yeah. that they're good in the world and they can stop and we don't have to keep yeah, any yeah, more yeah. to it.
3: Harry Potter ended, and now we have I the But have that's movies. not a grumble specifically yeah.
0: about this, because it's no. not there yet. This is good enough to carry through, yeah. but we've seen this in a million other yeah. things yeah. where they just
3: keep... Cautionary tale, Netflix.
2: I, I I actually had this feeling at the end of the third season. I'm like, mm. this show doesn't really need a fourth season. But now the i season is so good. I'm glad <laughs> that it's there, but it's probably also because they're not continuing with what they were doing before. They have mm. a different yeah. genre that they're, try- that they're working they're trying with, work. so yeah, it's like different in that sense. creative writing
0: takes you know can 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 overcome overcome that that Mm -hmm. barrier
3: and we should um for anyone who doesn't know uh we discovered earlier season five is going to be the final season of stranger
2: things
1: yeah i would say on this topic like Mm -hmm. i i agree i'm like we don't need a season four and here we are and i'm like oh this may actually be the best season of them all yeah Yeah. and then um but now i'm like we do not need a season five i was very disappointed to learn just now that there is a season, season five, five. but I mean, again maybe they'll defy expectations because I agree yeah. we've talked about this before yeah. Yeah. like uh, things should end earlier yeah. and like leave uh, you wanting more Schitt's Creek is a good example we yeah. talk about Fleabag, Fleabag all the time I mean, yeah. it's two seasons and yeah. done perfect it yeah. could have gone on forever but yeah. they ended it and this is exactly that. When are they going to reach the moment when Dave and mm. I and everyone else is like, they <laughs> you, they overstayed their welcome. Yeah. And now they've ruined it.
3: Yeah. Well, <laughs> they'll never really ruin it. They ruin will. It,
1: but. I mean, there's so many shows where like, yeah. even yeah. like The Office, people talk about The Office, like yeah. the U.S. version. Yeah. The U.K. one ended early. That was great the the that went on a bit too long like it could have probably stopped three seasons you know and 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 so but but
0: they get but these things get a momentum on their own like game of thrones right where you just you can't you know like you get to the end of the books it's like well geez we're going to keep this machine rolling right and even though we have to come up with our own source material now or whatever right
1: (laughs) you're right and it's like you said dave it's the executives who are going to milk it for money like disney does with everything everything so yeah Yeah. right Uh, anyway but that's it
2: I had a couple of questions, but I don't know if you have any gripes. No. Um, no? Well, you have questions (laughs) for who? Just in general. I have
1: questions for Ashley. Okay. Ah! But you go first.
2: Well, in general, like, so the character of Eddie has a lot of tattoos. Was that a common thing in the U.S. in the 80s? because it was not in the netherlands at all uh, so is he show head trope yeah he...
1: you'd see those sorts of people might have some tattoos but not, not like now not generally that young though
0: like there would be like well, biker never, guys he's, and he's stuff he's been through
3: a couple of years of of high school yeah. i can't say Sorry. that
0: my high school is filled with people with tattoos now tattoos are pretty novel i would yeah. say if somebody got a tattoo they would <laughs> have like one or so two So that, that
2: might have been a bit of a, a nod to did billy have a tattoo today? as well i think he did on uh, his well, arm
1: there maybe not,
2: but People no. like Billy, who, you know, this guy's maybe 20. Yeah.
1: Uh, he might have had it. But it maybe even you needed your, like, parent signature at 18 and under for a mm. tattoo kind of thing.
0: There certainly yeah. wasn't the prevalence of, like, to go get a tattoo it wasn't yeah. like, there's was, oh, there's seven tattoo parlors in town. let will just pick one. <laughs> but it maybe, was like but you they, had to go to some seedy I, place I, to, yeah to drive I mean, five but hours. But it wasn't
3: so strange. Like, I could certainly picture him being that type of unique character, because he's unhinged, as you say. Yeah. So for him to be like, I'm going to do crazy metal and get tattoos. But, but it yeah. definitely
1: wasn't would have been a very like strange thing in high school to be like have huge tattoos on as a Mm. kid that'd be weird in the 80s now it's normal yeah i don't
2: i don't think any of the people that i knew in high school had any sort of tattoos Mm. so yeah. yeah and the other question that i had uh in in general um it's kind of more an observation i suppose but so if you're looking at 80s horror movies it's usually a small town where this is set like in hawkins indiana um, so I was wondering, because the other place where it's set is Lenora Hills in California, which is this fictional town, but it's bigger than Hawkins. So is that why the the supernatural event, because nothing supernatural seems to be happening in Lenora Hills, and is that because it's bigger? I don't know. Uh,
1: or or whether like it's just... Like for 80s tropism? Yeah.
2: You mean?
3: Well, I think the whole point is that Hawkins is special. Hawkins is unique. Because that's where the, the portal opened, and that's where... The activity has been and, going on, for,
1: and I think that's a Stephen King thing, where like yeah. you have a small right. town where everyone knows each other, and Welcome really to Castle
0: Rock, Maine. Yes. Yeah. everything goes straight to hell every day. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, and, and
3: it's easier to main uh, to contain it. It's easier to. Um, build a world in a small yeah. town yeah. rather than having... Because in, in a bigger city, if it, well, you, you know, like yeah. it, it yeah. would be hard and to... There's,
1: and I still think it's something about the characters needing to all know everybody's business yeah. that yeah. makes yeah. it compelling because you're like, did you hear what happened at the Blah Blah Farm kind of thing.
2: Yeah, I was, I was just wondering because I was thinking about the idea of, of evil coming from outside, mm-hmm. uh, which is what you have in Hawkins, right? You have in the last season, it was like... Uh it, it comes from the from the monsters and uh outside threats in in the sense of the Russians are having the secret lab mm-hmm. underneath of Hawkins. No
3: Russians. But in Lenora
2: <laughs> Hills it doesn't come from outside, it comes from inside because the people who are bullying Eleven are are her but that's very,
3: but that's the difference is that it's such a
2: normal
3: they're, they're really doubling down on Eleven being a normal person again. Right. So she's in this normal society, this normal culture where they don't accept her for being different. There's no weirdos and nerds to support her except for Will who has his own struggles and he's not, yeah. you know, capable of being her ally. Can I yeah.
1: ask my Ashley questions real quick before Tell we move me. on? Go. Sorry, yeah. So um Ashley, do you are you familiar with pep rallies? Do they have pep rallies here?
3: I am only familiar with them through movies.
1: Okay, because they happened all the time, like once a week, where <laughs> I was in my high school. Where
3: curious, you had to go. Oh wait, yeah. okay. Sorry, I'm having a flashback to um, oh, no. youth, my childhood. <laughs> um, there was a pep rally in high school when I was at the Jock High School. So I went to the Jock High School for my first year of high school, and then I switched over to the Bad Kid High School. The
1: hell? What are you talking about? Are they, <laughs> yeah. Is this how they were officially designated? Yes. Yeah,
3: yeah. So, so so here they are. So Lindsay Thurber High School oh God. was the um, sort of bad kid. It had all the kids with mohawks, people that smoked weed, all that kind of stuff. But they were, they were still, they were bad, but they weren't that bad. Then we had Hunting Hills, which was the Jock School, which all of the Jocks went to all the preps, all the people who were very into sports. And then we had Notre Dame, which was the Catholic high school where people did hard drugs
1: so that, i went to <laughs> right that sounds that, right yeah that yeah. all and that yeah. out.
3: <laughs> so i went to the the prep school in grade nine and we had this was in alberta and we had a pep rally that everyone was forced to attend and then i went to Lindsay thurber for the next two years no and pep rallies no pep rallies yeah, Pe- yeah
1: pep rallies. they were very common in my very high preppy school,
2: jockey thing
1: as was rising for the national anthem before every game is that something you do in canada no um, mm-hmm. Yes?
2: Yeah, we do. Okay, cool. yeah, in That hockey. checks out. That. We, have, we have nobody ever sings the national anthem in the Netherlands. Like <laughs> You have to take your hats off. And the, at some point in, I Hand think it was heart. the 90s, the, the national soccer team was chided for not knowing the national anthem when they played <laughs> them in like international matches. <laughs> That's funny. So nice. we never had that. Yeah. That's and fun. finally, my last yes. question.
1: Are you familiar with Encyclopedia Britannica?
3: I am. And again, the only reason I know about it is from the TV show Friends, because Joey okay. um, has there's this an episode where Joey is either selling, I can't remember or buying. I think he's buying. Yes, he's he is convinced to buy two um, encyclopedias mm. from this salesperson, and then he memorizes everything in those two encyclopedias, and continually tries to get his friends say to say something with about, the letter A yeah, or, yeah. or a W or a yeah. Z or something weird. So that's it, yeah. Um,
1: so they the baby yeah, probably trope. familiar with these. We,
0: well, yeah, I, I think I was at my parents' place this weekend, and they still have their entire set of yeah. World Book encyclopedias from 1980. So exact same, yeah.
1: The world
3: before Google. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> totally normal.
1: I remember encyclopedia Britannica people on knocking at our door all the time oh, yeah. trying to get us to buy crazy, encyclopedias. Crazy. Okay. But
3: I, I, liked, I liked that with Joyce. Um,
1: yeah, that's, on. that's all I got, Dave.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, what about a, a scene that didn't need to be in here?
2: This didn't need to be in there. Why, oh, why did they include this scene? This didn't need to be in there. Tell me, what were they thinking? Anyone have any? no i i would cut a part of a scene because I felt really bad for lucas when he's talking to max that he gives back the ticket that he uh, she gives oh, back the ticket that he gave but that needed
3: to be there because it was so heartbreaking
2: oh. i would cut that out to save lucas to save and lucas bullying of 11 was okay, really sad no but no. you could not cu- i realize you cannot yeah. cut that out yeah but so, to spare 11 i would cut that out sure yeah. But, but it wouldn't be. Do as good. Guys, Dave, do you have a scene? Oh, well, you,
0: I actually, that's the, the part where Al is being bullied. It's something I'd like to be in there. I was like, Yeah,
3: wait, wait, oh, wait. I just <gasps> no. wish. Wait, Dave, move on to the next, <laughs> next section.
1: No, Dave can blend them. Blend <laughs> Don't, them, Dave. It's no. strange to do it, but we're yeah. going to do it because it's strange. Because that's
3: my scene, too.
1: That you want to be in?
3: Yes. Okay,
1: well, so I, just, you, I just wish she had got her powers
0: back
3: uh, at that
1: moment
0: and been like, um, you know, like, and disaster. <laughs> and, and then just like, yeah, like, exploded
1: her. Yeah, but they're playing her, with her, expectations you know? of her yeah. face or yeah. something. Do you yeah. know
3: what I wanted? I wanted. Um, so she's giving that. Uh, she, so the the horrible girl Angela gives her thing about Helen Keller, and then L gets up and starts doing her presentation. This isn't the first episode, right?
1: That's the yeah. first yeah, okay. You got yes.
3: it. <laughs> Holy crap okay um and so and Angela starts to interrupt her and continue like she, she you know oh but the teacher tells you mm. no no not right now save your questions for after and then she just keeps going I want to be a kid in the back of the classroom with a big you know, bag full of rubber bands and just very secretly, very quietly, every time she opens her mouth to say something, i just be <laughs> shooting rubber bands at her and just like flicking her face with rubber bands. So she's like, what the
1: hell? That's satisfying. I
3: would really <laughs> like to be there to do that. Because, wow. And also can we talk about Millie Bobby Brown's acting as a person who is, uh, has English as their second language because holy crap, is she ever good at it? Like she is so fantastic as someone. Um, so the Angela, teases her and says something horrible and the rest of the class laughs and Elle, as a person who doesn't have English as a first
1: language just, she does, wait a second
3: it, no, she doesn't
1: what is her first language? Though? Well, sorry,
3: it's uh, let me refresh. Uh, like had... She she didn't speak English really acquired much at it all. Yeah, okay, yeah, she's yeah. acquired she acquired it later, later yeah, in, guy, guy, in guy. life and doesn't know a lot of colloquialisms and things. So Angela says something that's, you know, it's obviously a horrible thing that she said or it's a taunt or it's, you know, a jab at Elle, but she doesn't understand it. And so she gives this awkward little smile where she's like, oh, ah.
1: yeah. And because she,
3: she doesn't know, but, yep. but it's not because she's smiling because she's trying to play along with the joke. she doesn't know she the joke. She genuinely. Jokes thinks that that's something nice that has been said and she's trying to be like oh thanks
1: yeah heartbreaking
3: so it is very good very compelling Millie Bobby Brown is freaking amazing
1: nothing to do with this category we're in (laughs) scenes that didn't need to be but you you blended it (laughs) it's not
3: my fault Justin you blended it
1: I know you're right I'm sorry okay okay here's my scene (laughs) and if I I had first of all I don't think any scene didn't need to be in there they all need to be in there but if I had to cut one it would be when Eddie and the cheerleader are at the picnic table And he's selling her drugs or whatever. You're supposed to establish why they got together. But that scene went on for a long time so Eddie could do his Mm -hmm. whole little performance. Like, you knew me from before, blah, blah, blah. Which was fun. It was very good. It was fun and good. But, like, technically, I guess it... You could have established that she just went to get drugs from him at his mm-hmm. house. So you didn't have to have this connection. But then you connection. wouldn't
3: have any sympathy for her when these things happened to her. Because I guess so. You wouldn't, because that's that's the moment when she builds all of that character development to say, oh, no, I, I don't remember you. I'm sorry. You're and, right. You're right. Yeah. I,
0: but
1: I, I yeah. couldn't think of know, know. It, it
3: know, was funny, hard.
0: though, because as I was, now that you mentioned it, when I was watching it, it was hitting me like, okay, they're going to get together. Yeah, and then I didn't uh, yeah. Really, I and thought I, that's and what I, was and I just kind of completely forgot about it when she yeah. got killed. But I was like, they were like
1: setting up yeah. this sort of flirtation. I thought that's and... why she
3: went over to his house. I thought they were going to bang, <laughs>
1: bang, <laughs> bang. <laughs> I don't want you to say bang on the podcast anymore. <laughs> oh, you've,
0: you've ruined it for Justin. Way I don't go, want to anyway.
1: bang. Come on,
2: smash, smash, smash. Listen, bum okay. No, if if Come that had, if that had happened, they would have both been killed.
3: oh uh. uh, no, because of other reasons that I won't say.
2: No, I mean if you if you go with a horror trope. Oh yeah, right. So if you have 19, in, yeah, like Friday the thirteenth, uh, like it happens all the time. Oh banging. yeah. yeah. Freddie you, likes
1: to kill while people are banging. Yeah, you while you,
2: you,
0: Whenever you're vulnerable, that's when they get you. <laughs>
1: that's when they get Okay. Yeah, got yeah. It. So have we screwed this whole thing up, Dave? Do we blend the next section well, in or not? What about a scene
0: you wish you were in? Anything that hasn't already been talked about by Ashley.
2: I wish I was in that scene was really freaking cool yeah really freaking cool i wish i was in that scene don't you
1: because you guys are already yeah. what you want That's to be right. in every scene did you have
2: a scene you wanted to be in i'm sure it's the same scene that you want to be in
1: obviously playing the dungeons D&D. and dragons yeah okay yep. <laughs> so rock and i are at the table with erica playing oh, okay. d and d then, yeah.
2: then what fighting Vecna. No, i don't what care do do? i just want to be there yeah I know. well yeah
0: i mean i, I well, want it depends to be on the back. character class when i was watching this i was like oh like I, whenever i watch these things i'm like wouldn't it be cool like to be back in grade nine but just with like just a tiny little bit of the know-how that you have right now yeah like of just how to be cool or how to say the right thing and to be able to go back you know into that I would never world. want to go back to high school. Oh, I wouldn't want no, to go back you. and relive the whole thing. But just like some of those key moments when mm-hmm. you just completely embarrassed yourself. No, you
3: can't change the timeline, Dave.
0: Well, <laughs> yes, you wouldn't
1: be Dave as Dave exactly. is now. But it would be been. great to go back.
0: Yeah, like that whole like twenty twenty two <laughs> Jump Street idea where you just go back and you're actually like, you know cool. some shit,
1: you know. I know own. what you mean. I, I wouldn't mind going back just to have some more confidence um, yeah. Can
3: we just mention how cool it was that Erica did all that research and showed up with a level fourteen?
2: Yeah, but that's actually one of my grumbles and grabs that I didn't yeah. mention. Like, why would you show up with a level fourteen yeah, character? You, did somebody mention that you could be a level fourteen yeah, character? Because I, I was a little surprised,
3: works. to be honest. But they did say it was the end of the campaign. They had been playing this campaign forever, so and they, they didn't it, have it made, a it
2: made sense. Like somebody could have mentioned it to her beforehand. To be yeah. fair.
1: I feel like oh. in the '80s when we played D and D, you would have a character uh-huh. that you brought around to different campaigns. It wasn't like we play it now. Oh. Like you would have a character. Yeah, you have a, like a. Chew. Yeah, so a couple I can, characters that's interesting. Your so you folio. didn't die
3: as much back then.
1: No, I you. I don't know the answer to that to be honest. But I, I feel... we
3: die a lot in our campaigns.
1: Oh, you certainly do. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, right? Especially
2: when Ronka's the DM. But it, it almost checked <laughs> out that she would
1: show up and be like, who are yeah. you? Well, I'm this character. Well, it, and- it could
2: just be there. This is why I didn't actually include it in my Grumbles and Gregs, because mm-hmm. it could just be because she's been playing for a long time because in the third season, I think she gets involved in playing D&D. Mm, no, I think?
3: I, but I thought they set it up so that this was her first introduction because she has all that research and she goes and does all oh, that. Oh, I think
2: she's been playing. I think she's been playing oh. and that's that's why she shows up with a level 14 character. Yeah, uh, yeah, she okay. knows. What she... Anyway, then listen, why wouldn't they this go is a
1: D&D first? podcast all of a sudden. Dave is laughing Dave at us.
2: I'm, I'm here for it. I'm all right, just Dave. like, you
0: guys are just buried neck deep in the minutiae. <laughs> in uh,
1: yeah, let's get out of here. But we we could spend three hours talking about this. Well, yeah. Oh, I have yeah. trivia. I do. Wait. I also have oh. trivia. <laughs> oh, Dave, you got to announce it. <laughs> Sorry. Dave, Dave something George. to do. Uh, th- just let her
0: Jordan. go. Just let her go. <laughs> She's already gone. Dave.
1: <laughs> Dave, I see
0: you, okay? I yeah. see you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't mention this one thing, and I just have to get it off my chest, but when I was saying what I wanted to be back in high school, because there was one particular time where I wrote down the entire lyrics of a Super Tramp song <laughs> and put it in the locker of this girl who didn't know me from anything. Oh, <laughs> Just put my name and these, these words, and in my mind, this was going to make her like read them and go, Oh my god, you're this such a profound and then want to go out with me. But drunk. really, when I look at it now, it was There's a like,
1: fine line between
0: horribly, like just <laughs> yeah. creepy fine and, line
1: between romantic gesture and stalking. Oh yeah, my god. and that's just on that line. So
0: I think changing that particular timeline, nobody would but have been if, adversely what affected if you, at all. No,
2: by changing that. It
3: would because what if you had done something better and then you ended up with that person?
0: Well, I don't know.
1: How could that be worse than, that than what actually happened? Dave, she, have- she might be a successful psychiatrist because <laughs> yeah. of the trauma yeah. she experienced from that moment. <laughs> and now she wants to figure out why weirdos do what they Spoilers, do. Spoilers, Justin. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. thank you for contributing to this woman's career. All right. Well,
0: apparently Ashley has some trivia.
2: It's time for trivia. What do you know? Something that I Googled just now.
1: Well, I have one thing of trivia. Ron has Go. a bunch. Let's just get mine off the table. That uh, Eddie, the guy who plays Eddie, is called Joseph Quinn. And he is British.
3: I know. And his, he played. he was in Game of Thrones.
1: Yeah. His accent as Eddie... Flawless. Friggin, um, I yes. did not for a second think he was not American. I know. Yeah, and I, I know. was and I was flabbergasted to learn this. That's one of my so, trivia's. Really amazing accent work. Thank you, um, Joseph Quinn. That's it. Good I'm job. I,
0: I kept thinking, is this like Robert Downey Jr.'s son or something? Because yeah. he looks like Robert Downey yes. Jr.
3: Oh yes. wait, trivia piece based on fun things. Um, Robin. Robin. <laughs> yes. Who is absolutely awesome in the show? Ethan Hawke's daughter. <laughs> but you know what? You know who else's his daughter is? <laughs> Maya Hawk is her name, and she is Uma Thurman, and Ethan a daughter. Who Hawk's I
1: guarantee yes. has probably driven through our town. That's right. Wait, mm. what? Let's talk about this later and for a No, no, yes.
3: no. tell me now. No. No. Just, but I just but don't I say know.
1: Our town's kind of famous. Wait, yeah. what? but why? I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> but
3: I want, I'm yeah. not going to talk what about it. What if her listeners want to know?
1: Well, they can't know because nope. it's <gasps> a secret. we got to keep it's everybody's stuff that's secret. That's right. Why that's did right. I bring it up? Yeah, I don't know. You're just the horrible What am I doing? You're like
0: telling everybody how many hit points Vecna has. Like,
1: yeah. Hit points oh yeah. no why did i do that? Uh,
3: <laughs> all right finally uh i only have two last pieces uh season five has been announced and apparently the pitch for it made Net- netflix executives cry
1: again because of how much money they'll be earning. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: so either that or it's gonna be really phenomenal we'll see what happens my last thing is that um netflix as a promotion for this tv show for this season in australia made a gigantic art installation which was which was basically an opening to the um the uh, the uh, upside, no, down? upside down and it's like all these weird creepy tentacles it's like a big maw on on a beach in australia and there were there are people dressed in um hazmat suits walking around nice and so people in australia went to the beach and were like what is happening fantastic so yeah. that is so cool and i think this is going to start to be a thing now especially for a very unique series like you wouldn't be able to do this for Marvel because it would just be oh another superhero but for something like Stranger Things doing a legitimate real life art installation promotional thing I think is going to turn into a a thing.
0: You heard it here first folks. Ashley's
1: art predictions for 2030.
2: Art almanac. Art almanac. Go ahead. So I looked up a lot of trivia. I, I wrote a few of the things down but just, you know, feel free to like cut me off if it gets too much. So I want to know <laughs> the the group, the d group is called the Hellfire Club. Yeah. And of course, it ties into the Satanic Panic. But Hellfire Club is a name given to a number of exclusive exclusive clubs uh, in 18th uh, century England and Ireland or Britain and Ireland. Um and the name most commonly refers to uh, the Order of the Friars of St. Francis of Wickham, which was established by Francis Dashwood. And so there were all these rich people getting together and uh, often Ooh, people who were involved in that politics. That Tom Cruise movie. And were doing things that Tom were Hanks. perceived as no, no. immoral acts. With the, so and yes, Including like yes. worship as of, white of pagans. As white Thank you. Yeah. But also like pagan rituals and things like that. So it ties really in with Sacrifice. the whole satanic panic <laughs> Kind of d club. But, okay. All right. Uh, so that's one. Uh, Jonathan has an Evil Dead poster in his bedroom, mm-hmm. which was a movie that came out in 1981 and has demonic possession, which makes people levitate. Cool. And Cheryl, who is the person who gets possessed by the demon, uh, is for some reason drawing a clock in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And then, like, the clock stops, and she looks outside, and she hears a voice that says, Join us, which is very similar to what happens to um, the cheerleader. Um Hmm. uh in the uh in the movie in in the movie Evil Dead uh uh, no, sorry, the uh, not in the movie. Uh, Chrissy in oh yes the okay. first episode. Oh,
3: the girl from Evil Dead, kind of the same similar thing to what happened. Yeah, to so I so she
2: it. yeah the actress in the Evil Dead is drawing this clock. Fun, okay. Um, so uh, there are lots of other horror references, of course. Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, the flying up against the ceiling by Chrissy echoes the death mm. of Tina in Nightmare on Elm Street. And the claw, um, the claw hand, reminded yeah, me of the Yeah, the claw hand yeah. uh, And what's kind of interesting is, of course, uh, in the first Nightmare on on Elm Street. Johnny Depp is sucked into the bed, and then like this stream of blood comes out of the bed. Johnny f- Depp is in Nightmare. Oh yeah. Yeah. he's the oh. boyfriend of the main character, and then it oh. flows up onto the ceiling, but it's kind of in an upside down perspective, cool. so it's kind of interesting like the uh, with down. the upside down. Mm. Mm. Um, there's a reference of Ferris Bueller's Day Off, I think, when Susie changes Dustin's grade yep. in Latin. Nice. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. Latin that was so to an fun. A. It was so great. Yeah. I loved it. Was so um, cute. But I love that it's Susie who's doing it. Yeah. Like um, so, that's great, Susie. Of course. That's really cool. Yeah. And it does exist. Uh, of course, you have uh, the phrase, somebody says, never tell me the odds, which is a Star, Star Wars, Wars reference. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, I also looked up information about Vecna, but we've covered so much yeah, D&D that maybe that, I should please. skip yeah. <laughs> yeah. Vecna no. and Orcus. So I will skip the D&D related stuff. You can look it up yourself in the, in the DMG. And in *Mordenkainen's is Tome of Foes, if you're really interested. Raka's
1: giving references. <laughs> <to> references. <laughs> it's so, <laughs> it's so per- professorial. Yeah.
2: <laughs> there will be an annotated bibliography. I it. Yeah, it, would to be,
1: the it would not
2: be Ronka if she didn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> <laughs> but what's funny is that I didn't introduce what I did at all in this program. Oh, well,
1: that's mean? right. Because oh, you is introduced a professor, me, guys. Oh, right. yeah! <laughs> Rocky, hey, everybody, I welcome. Forgot to tell everyone. R- <laughs> Rock, can you please introduce yourself and what you do?
2: So, I'm a professor in Celtic studies.
1: Yes, professor in Celtic studies. Sorry, <laughs> I, thought I thought everybody knew. I thought everybody knew. Doesn't everybody know my wife? <laughs> Come on, <now. laughs> that's
2: my wife. wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, a couple more things. So, um, the, before working together on the show, uh, the characters who play, or the, the actors who played Dustin, um, uh, Max, and Lucas, already knew each other because they were in different productions on Broadway. Broadway at the same time. Whoa! Um, so, uh, uh, Gaten uh, Matarazzo was in La Miserable, Sadie was in Annie. Uh, and Caleb was in The Lion King. At oh Saint my god. So they knew each other? So these were young, cool Broadway kids. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, I
3: love them so much Musical more now. Nerds. Yeah. I love yeah. them.
2: Oh. Uh, Millie, Bobby Brown, once showed up on said completely covered in glitter. And yeah. she had no idea or explanation as to why she was completely covered in glitter, but it took him 45 minutes to take it off, which I so thought she was, was didn't hilarious. Tell anyone yeah. she, was- she went to a club for sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: what happened there. As yeah. a 12 year old? <laughs>
2: Hopefully Maybe not. it was
3: later in okay. the season. Maybe yeah. she
2: was 16 or something. Like I don't know. <laughs> so Steve is referred to as King Steve in Hawkins High School in the first season, yeah. which is obviously a Stephen King <gasps> reference. Ooh. Cool. Ooh. The logo of the series also resembles the font used on the covers for the original yeah. 1980s it editions or... for a bunch of Stephen King novels, Sweet. notably Cujo yes. and Christine. Oh, okay. um, and then Eleven, who is getting nosebleeds all the time when she uses her power, is. Um, uh, also what happens to the father of uh, Charlie in Firestarter. So when she uses telekinetic, powers her nosebleeds. Wait, her nose Firestarter, needs? that
3: brand new thing that just came out?
2: No, the 1980s movie. Uh, they are redoing that because it is now
3: available on Amazon Prime, They're Firestarter.
2: <laughs> this was a movie, FBI, FBI. The, the original came out in 1984.
3: Brand uh, new, Just I, I. the only reason I was like, hey, that just came out. Nope
2: yeah got it no the original had <laughs> drew barrymore in it okay um and in that movie apparently the government uh pursues a telekinetic girl in order to utilize her as a weapon oh. and that's it okay. I, I stopped there i could have gone on but it won't <laughs> yep. thank you professor Ranga. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so where are we at now well you guys are supposed to say what we're gonna
1: watch oh next what week. is it i can't see okay so <laughs> i'm an old man I
3: um, so the top show on Netflix right now is still Stranger Things. Noise. Of course. Noise. Um, because that is the only thing that makes sense. <laughs> Episode Actually, two. <laughs> no, no. What is the um, other thing? The other thing is a movie called Interceptor. It is, uh, as far as I can tell, a woman uh, in very cool army clothes hanging off of a platform of some kind, and there are... Missiles and or planes. That's exciting. She's Um,
0: intercepting missiles. Nice. There's
3: also a cityscape. So that's all I'll say about that. I don't know what the heck this is. Interceptor, Hmm. interceptor. Great Uh, movie. Some kind of action-packed movie. Um Should be okay. Okay, I guess. So, so you guys, you
0: guys would recommend this, obviously. I don't think yeah, there's any Everyone should question. be watching this. Every yeah.
3: single person should watch this from start to finish. It is Absolutely. amazing. Millie Bobby Brown, I love you. Can you please come and hang oh out? Oh my with me?
1: god, just get married already! <laughs> yeah, wow.
3: I am totally obsessed with you. My dog is named after you. Um, I, let, hit me up in the DMs. My yeah, DMs. that's likely to happen.
1: Yeah. That's, I, don't yeah. know.
3: I don't even have a DM, do I? I yeah, wait. What yeah.
1: are you saying? You're just so excited. I'm sure her. Millie Bobby Brand will do everything in her power She's to awesome. contact you.
2: Please. Yeah. Please, Millie.
1: All right. I'll be Great. I hope you get married. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, if you have any questions, or concerns, or comments,
3: I just want to say thank you to Ronka for joining us yes. because oh, I'm yeah. so excited that she's here. It, we, you have been sitting outside this door for so long. <laughs> but yeah. I mean to be fair, there wasn't anything that you got that excited about up until now that you wanted to join us. So That's not true. No?
1: Yeah, no, actually it's just Justin, What's going on over here? Well, that's here? what I told you. <laughs> so. Yeah. I would say more of
0: a thank you for sitting through watching Us. some of the horrific things that we've had to watch. The, yeah, yeah, with
1: me. I appreciate it. There that. have yeah. been
2: some clunkers.
3: Oh, yeah. man. Oh my God, and I'm good. so excited that we finally got to review something good. I am I know. It's a oh, long time coming. Yeah. Universally
1: yeah. loved around this table. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Go so, watch it, everyone. Go watch it. Yes. And so also, something.
3: sorry for all the yelling and spoilers. <laughs> 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 I You're
1: apologize. You're not sorry. I am. <laughs> no, there was not. Actually, you did a hell of a job. Both not yelling that much and also not spoiling anything, really. Well,
3: I kind of yeah. bo- did both, though. No, no, you only
1: <laughs> said one potential thing, but you know what? These are grown up people. And they, they can they handle can, it. They all can right. handle it. And all if right. they don't, please write into why are people watching this <laughs> at gmail.com and explain so why Ashley's ruined your life. Exactly. So, and, uh, and okay. we'll see you next week after we watch in-
3: Interceptor. Okay, all right.
1: Yeah. See you later then. See ya. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a rating and maybe a review on the Apple Podcast Store. This is the number one thing you can do to help out the show, strangely enough. And it's simple and it's easy and you can do it right now. If you got a bit of extra cash to kick around and want to support the show financially, check us out on whyarepeoplewatchingthis.com. There's a link there to support the show. The music you hear during the show is written and produced by me and my very talented wife. Why Are People Watching This is a production of Outside the Lines Press with support from the Black Box Collective and Anaganish Improv.